vibing with Mr. and Mrs. H. Zuma. What's up, y'all? It's QB. We back at y'all with another episode. Man, last episode, I told y'all Boots had got locked up for a gun charge. We got damn it, the judge done granted Boots a bun. Boots got a bun of $50,000. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna count that man pockets, but he's a rapper. I'm pretty sure he got that bail money. Uh, just said he had to surrender his passport, of course, so he couldn't leave the country. And um, that the judge told him that he could still travel to perform and do shows different places around the country. He just can't leave the country. Um, so shout out to Boots, man. I'm coming home. Wait for me. All the OG Boots fans, I remember that song that he had on that mixtape that he had dropped as soon as he came home. He said, I'm coming home. But yeah, man, Boots are coming home, man. Boots are going to make it. Well, now that he's coming home, I like I said before, if he innocent, you know, I I pray everything goes well. But furthermore, he need to sit his ass down and um make sure he just stay out of trouble. Like, don't be doing nothing to get these people a reason to mess with you, in other words. Because any chance they get to mess with you, they're going to do that. It's already a target on his back. He boosy. And for some reason, these cops get a thrill out of locking up rappers. Look at how many times DMX got locked up when he stayed here. And every time they locked him up, they put it on the news. Why? I, I have no idea. I guess just because it was DMX, but... I'm glad Boosie got Bond, and I hope everything work out for him. Yeah, me too. Speaking of celebrities and fighting, what y'all know about Facebook and Twitter is about to get it popping. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg is talking about having a fucking cage match. Like on some MMA shit. Now, think about it. Mark Zuckerberg actually do. I know on country, I might not be saying his name right, y'all. I just had to listen to how I said Zuckerberg. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, he really do uh, jujitsu. So he lied the fuck Elon Musk fucked up ass body up. Like, I don't know if y'all seen that picture on Twitter. Elon Musk, he was like at a swimming pool or some shit like that. And that motherfucker body fucked up. Hey, (laughs) Mark Zuckerberg gonna beat the dog shit out of his ass. Have a look at crazy. I'm definitely finna show how out of touch I am. I done heard that name Elon Musk, but until you just said it, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, Elon Musk, he's the the guy that owns Tesla cars, and he's like one of the richest motherfuckers in the world. I thought you said he owned Twitter. He do. He owns Twitter, too, but he also owns Tesla. Um. Yeah, like his granddaddy, he got some money from his granddaddy. It's like the shit trigger. He, he come from money. I was going like to say, he just come from money, and ain't like... Yeah. <laughs> He done went out there and got it. Sound like it was just already there. Yeah, it was already um, there. Why Mark want to fight him? Um, Something about um, some, somebody on Twitter had released a meta to release Twitter rival called Threads. Oh, so Facebook is finna call, release some shit called Threads. I don't know if y'all know, but uh, Facebook, like the parent company of Facebook is called Meta. And uh, they're saying that they call it, they finna release some shit called Threads. Like, kind of sort of like what Twitter got. Um... Meta, the same company that copied, I'm reading this off Twitter. And they said Meta, the same company that copied Snapchat, TikTok, StumbleUpon, Foursquare, Be Real, Clubhouse, began coding Project 92 three months after Elon Musk acquired Twitter. So, you know, that's basically like a slap in the face because now it's almost like Facebook is about to become the new Twitter, the way that they uh, do threads and everything. And I do feel like that's almost like, damn, homie, you can't goddamn get your own shit to figure out how to do it yourself. You had to come over here and bite my shit and, and do the shit the way that I'm doing it. But it's kind of fucked up because Facebook they had this opportunity to do this shit forever in a fucking day. But they said that they only started doing this shit three months after Elon Musk acquired Twitter. So, uh, you know, I guess uh, Elon Musk, he was the one that was talking shit. And uh, somebody had told him, hey, Elon, be careful. I heard that he does jujitsu now. Elon said, I'm up for a cage match if he is. Man, my boy Mark Zuckerberg said, send me location. That nigga said, send me the fucking addy nigga. I'm pulling I mean, on the um, Elon Musk can't get mad about nothing about that because if we keeping it a buck, all of these social media 
sites just copy each other anyway. Yeah, it's awesome. You make multiple social media accounts to do the same thing because nobody is different no more. Like yeah, I forgot who that was that had um that was talking about this a while ago, but it's just like Instagram. You know, at one point y'all were unique because it was literally just pictures. That's how it was. It wasn't pictures. no extra stuff. If you ask me, the creators of TikTok should be mad because everybody's biting off TikTok style. Yeah, but I mean Facebook and Instagram. I don't know about Twitter because um I'm not on Twitter. Nah, I haven't been, but I, I got a Twitter. Twitter, Twitter is pretty much its own entity. Like Twitter, Twitter is like its own world. I mean, yeah, I I know what it, it is. I've had one before, uh, but I didn't. Yeah, I mean, just the way that it's set up and everything, like how you even like operate and hit certain buttons and shit. It's sure the same as like on Facebook or Instagram. But I ain't never had Snapchat, so I can't speak on that. And when Snapchat came out, they told me, "Hey, if you got a girl or you married." Nigga, do not get Snapchat. And I was with uh, QB. So they're like, nigga, you don't need Snapchat. So I never got it. I don't even know what's on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, bad relationship advice. Social media do not make you cheat. It's the dog ass nigga in you or female in you that makes you cheat. So nah, I disagree with that because I had a snap and I was with you. The reason why people were telling me don't get a snap is because they were saying, like, women can send you shit and You'd be like, yo, why the fuck are you sending me this shit? And you like, well, I guess they can do this shit now. Well, I was going to say, um, women send you shit now. Yeah. Women don't be sending me shit. Women not, not, not you in particular. Oh, I'm, I'm saying it now. Send me shit. The hoes don't need Snapchat to send stuff. They send stuff to married men all the time. Facebook, Instagram, Messenger. I mean, you know. Hoes going to be hoes, so I can't. But anyway, that's not the relationship part. What's the next? What else we got to talk about? Um, what else we gonna talk about? Oh, um, let's go talk about this motherfucking job and how it is a scam. Jobs are a fucking scam, y'all. And if you didn't know, now you motherfucking know. Check it. For instance, I'm gonna tell you how a job is scam. I ain't gonna say where I work at because I don't want to get them motherfuckers no goddamn. I don't want to get no shout out. You know how I shot him out because I get paid Friday. So appreciate the job for sending that check on time. But the thing about sending that check on time, when you gonna look at your check, they'll tell you, hey, look, you're gonna make what was a twenty dollars an hour. You're gonna say, hey, yeah, you made twenty dollars an hour, but when you get your check and you see you got FICA coming out, you got uh, state taxes, federal taxes. Uh, just other little bullshit that they got to come out. That's bullshit because these motherfuckers wasn't working with me when I was doing all this goddamn work. So why the fuck do they get this money? I understand it. They got to pay taxes to, to do this for the city and do that for the uh for the state and for the country. And I got to do all of this and all that. But fuck all that, man. I don't understand that because we pay taxes on the same amount of money over and over and over again. Yeah. They take taxes out your check. Then you file your taxes, then you got to pay that. In South Carolina, you got to pay car taxes. Then you got taxes when you go to the um, store. Like, damn, something may happen because you and I already taxed me out of my check. So I'm paying all these taxes. But um, I feel like black people shouldn't be taxed for the next 50 years as a way of uh, uh, reparations. Nah, they ain't gonna do that. Nah, they won't. I know that'll never happen. Like black people will never get reparations because they're black. But nobody living the day was a was a direct descendant of a slave. Motherfucker, please. I talked to my grandmama and well, excuse me, my great grandma. My great grandma raised me and she told me that her grandma was a slave. Did I ever meet her? No, of course I didn't. I was born in the late nineteen hundreds, but uh I didn't get the chance to meet my great 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 grandmother i just met my great grandmother but um let's get back to the topic about these jaws being bullshit uh yeah jaws are bullshit jaws are goddamn hoax but at the end of the day you gotta take your ass somewhere and make some money so you can pay bills and live how you want to live you do Uh, but it is also because let's talk about the you you'll work on the job for 30 years or whatever and 
when it's time for you to leave, what you get? Nowadays, we don't even get pension no more. Just about every company is getting rid of pension if they haven't already gotten rid of it. Um, so it's like, what's what's the point? So you put all your time in, and at the end of your 30 years, you may get a watch. Like I was reading um, Cicely Tyson's autobiography. Um, it was around the time when she died. So when Cicely Tyson died, was that last year or maybe the year before last? But she was speaking in her book about, you know, this job that she was working for. Granted, it was back in the day. And this was around the time when, you know, you know, I give the baby boomers and I give our people a hard time about telling us to stay on the same job for 30 years. And I'm pretty sure like all of us millennials do because we're not about to do that. But what made me think about it, y'all know how my mind do. Um, I was just thinking about Cicely Tyson because what I was getting ready to say is this was back in the day where, you know, I'm not even just going to say black people, but we can just speak from what our grandparents and stuff have told us. And this was back around the time where black people wouldn't think about just up and quitting the job because by the time they try to go apply to another job, their other company already done called and told so many lies, which we don't understand that because now today that's against the law. That can't be done. But, you know, back in our grandparents days, it could. Like I remember grandma telling me one time because I told her I was like, this is not the 50s, 60s or the 70s. Like. I can go from job to job if that's what I choose to do. It's not going to stop me. And she said, well, yeah, Quandra, you can do that now. Back in the day, you wouldn't have been able to get another job because they would have already called and said that you were lazy or, you know, whatever. Mm. Just just for people not to hire you. Um, but to get back on track about Cicely Tyson, she, this um, I wish I remember where she was working but I do know she said it was a lady there that was getting ready to retire. And she said they gave her, the company gave her a Rolex. Now, in 2023, these companies ain't even giving you that. You're not even getting a Rolex watch. But you my point is, a Rolex is not enough after I done gave 30 years of my life. And Cicely Tyson even said, she said she knew then and there that she wasn't meant for no standard nine to five because she said ain't no way she was gonna work 30 years and y'all give her a rolex watch you should have been unpaid me enough to buy my own rolex watch in 30 years and that's facts that goes to companies nowadays you're not paying people what they're worth you know you're you're underpaying people you want them to do all of this stuff and you're not even compensating them for the first thing that they're supposed to do and that right down leads to having employees that feel unmotivated and having employees that do just the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. It, it brings the morale down of your company. Fuck your department. It brings the morale down of your company. Exactly. And if ain't nobody happy in your company, you can have some shitty products being pushed out your back door. Yeah, either shitty products or you're going to have people that give terrible customer service and you're going to consistently have complaints and people complaining that stuff is changing and it's not the same. Like I, I've talked to a few people on my job that has made the comments of me. Oh, this isn't what it used to be. I've been with y'all for X amount, 67, some of them 70 years. I've been with y'all for this amount of time and it's not like it used to be. It's going downhill. Well, I, I want to say you're exactly right. You should tell Because people aren't being treated the way that they used to be treated. People are not being paid right. And also, because I'm not trying to throw them under the bus. I think they all right. But we talking about people as a whole. We ain't just talking about me. <laughs> so I, I have to talk about stuff that I hear even from other people. Y'all throwing these people on these jobs, you have training them. This is just not my employer. This is my husband's employer as well. Y'all don't train people correctly. You just throw them out there to the wolves and you expect them to do something correct. You expect stuff to be done correctly. Then after you haven't trained them, but don't forget that you didn't train these people properly. But then when they get out there and they're trying to make stuff work, you have the nerve to try to write somebody up or discipline them for not doing something correct when you didn't train them anyway. Exactly. They didn't get the proper training. 
nobody followed up to make sure that was correct or you get to the point where you have trained them and then they do figure it out but they still so miserable because like you said because of the morale or because they realize i'm doing all this making twenty dollars an hour and this is really a 27 dollars an hour job mm -hmm. so then you get a high turnover rate because then people start dropping like flies yeah. then the good people that you do have left guess what happened to us and yeah, I'm saying us, because I'm going to pop my shit. Guess what happened to us? Some of us stick it out, but <laughs> eventually we're going to leave too. Yeah, yeah, you're going to find something better for yourself. Because you're going to get tired of coming in and having to deal with this motherfucker over here that always ain't got nothing positive to say, always complaining, nigga, always looking sad and fucked up. you like... I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to go somewhere where I'm actually not even where you feel appreciated, but just somewhere where the vibe is better. Somewhere where when you walk in, you don't have to like put on the suit, the superhero suit to protect your peace or your, your peace of mind. You know, eventually you're just going to get to the point where you like, you know, what, fuck this shit. And I feel like that's so, uh, that's what that is what led to the creation of so many uh self own self uh own companies. Like if you own your own company, I feel like you being frustrated with working for these Fortune five hundred companies, it kinda sort of pushed you to the point where you was like, you know what, I gotta be my own boss, I gotta create my own job. But when saying that Everybody does not need to create their own job. Some people need to work at a nine to five to have their stability because everybody is not going to be able to uh, run and operate a company like they think they can. It really it takes a lot of hard work. But I will say this to every I don't give a fuck if you're a man or a woman. If you have now, I shouldn't say this and I'm going to say this. If you used to used to is the key word. If you used to sell drugs, you can run a company. If you used to sell, I don't give a fuck what you did. If you used to sell anything, I don't give a fuck if you, if you were selling apples. Nigga, you can run a company. Lady, you can run a company. Now, I'm not going to sit up and say, yeah, you should. Because I don't know if you should or you shouldn't. That's a decision that you got to make on your own. But like I said in the beginning, I feel like with these kind of jobs being on so much bullshit and with them being... uh so negligent with their employees that led to the uh the explosion of so many different food trucks that led to the explosion of so many different boutiques that led to the explosion of so many businesses small businesses that are uh, gradually becoming large businesses shout yeah. out to all my business owners man i see y'all proud of y'all just make sure you keep that professionalism and customer service together because that's a lot of small businesses downfall. Don't get the big head. You need to stay humble because at the end of the day, you're a small business. And if you're not going to have the basics, which is professionalism and customer service, and let's not act like that's not an issue. Because that is a big issue we have, that customer service piece. Mm -hmm. Just as quick as you get in business, you're going to go out of business. Because yeah. I'm sorry, get mad, whoever. I'm not one of these people that are going to support a black-owned business just because I'm black. Yeah. I'm not. You know if it. I come in and I'm not greeted, <laughs> if I'm not acknowledged, you think I'm just supposed to spend my money with you? Because your skin color the same as mine? Nah. So get, get your customer service and your professionalism right. And as long as you have that, trust me, you will go far. I'm going to tell you what's funny. When you find the motherfuckers who uh, back in back in the day or back in high school, whenever, you know, there was stuck up assholes. Uh, Fuck you, motherfucker. Kiss my ass, bitch. Blah, say, blah, say, blah. I always thought they were better than somebody. Now they got their own little company, a little business or whatever. They, hey, come shop with me. Hey, come come do some business with me. Nope. Let me do this. Let me do that. Let them move out of town. Fucker, do you not remember all this shit you were popping at back in the day? You, you not remember talking shit to me? Man, fuck you. And I hope your business crumble, bitch. I hope your shit crumble like a goddamn cookie in milk. 
Yeah, you gotta be careful of how you treating people, and that's throughout life. Like, cause you know, like you just said, babe, you you don't know who you gonna need. You don't know who you gonna run across. So, yeah, you you, you gotta be aware of how you treating people, and it goes back to what I just said: be humble. Ain't nobody better than nobody out here, cause at the end of the day, in the blink of an eye, your life can change drastically. Drastically, <laughs> don't play with it. It was where did I hear this at? Was it on? Nah, it wasn't on there. I don't know where I heard this at, but it was just recently. Maybe it was something on TV. But anyway, what they had said was, um, be careful when you when you laughing at somebody else's failures. Or you laughing right. when somebody else fall down because as soon as you laugh, you falling next. It, it ain't gonna be too soon before you fall. I know you heard it, but I'm gonna wait though. Um. So we are gonna talk about this man that faked his death. Oh yeah, man. Let's talk about this daddy that faked his death, man. So it was a nigga. That uh, fake this death. Excuse me, my nails are one time. <laughs> Y'all gotta forgive me, man. I'm country and I'm slightly hood too. So uh, it was this white guy. He had uh, fake this death to to see who in his family really cared about him or to teach him a lesson or some some crazy stupid reason. But he faked this death nevertheless. And when he he showed up to the funeral in a helicopter and. Certain people in the family, they were aware of the joke, prank, or whatever you want to call it. They were aware of it, but the majority of the people wasn't. So when this nigga hopped out the, hopped out the helicopter, you know, people, they running up and they're like, oh, shit. It's him. He, he really ain't dead. Oh, shit. And, you know, he got one of his cousins or somebody. This motherfucker is crying, bawling his eyes. I ain't like, yo, I thought you was dead. He was like, dog, I ain't dead, nigga. I'm still here. He got to look at him, and he hugging all of his shit. I'm like, yo, this nigga is petty as fuck, man. And I just wanted to say, I don't think I've ever in my life seen somebody that petty before. Nah, I'm the petty one. Because let somebody have a dead that did that to me. You, you messing with my emotions. I done took yeah. off work, possibly going to get wrote up because you done lied, talking about you died. So now it look like I done lied to my, <laughs> now it look like I done lied to my employee <laughs> talking about you done died. So you might as well have to die because I ain't got nothing to say to you for a few weeks. It'll be crazy if he actually died in a few weeks. And, don't and nobody go to the funeral because you done told that lie. Yeah, that'll be funny. I'll laugh my ass off of that. Mm. But, uh, yeah, he he real petty. That's that's like I said, that sounds like somebody I know that would do that because they petty. Like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that to see oh who really loves me, who really care about me, blah say blah. But I ain't gonna lie, when I was younger, I used to have thoughts like, damn, I wonder if I die who all in the family show up to my funeral or not just in the family, just like friends. I wonder who, what friends would show up and where friends would it. But I think everybody done had that thought. I done asked that. Yeah. Like, know. even to the point I done, I done asked my friends, would you cry if I die? And, of course, my answer I got, hell yeah, why are you asking me that crazy shit? <laughs> and I had my friend, if uh, if I was somebody was to kill me, would y'all ride for me? Or would y'all let the police handle it? couple of them of them were like man we were right we were right like y'all niggas lying like, that's what i was gonna say i'm glad you know so i ain't have to look like, like the bad guy if it was a goddamn break we right now the only it's only about three people that i feel like a ride for me one of my wife the other two it got damn jay and kid yeah, they kind of iffy because them niggas got a lot of I can't even say the niggas be like, nigga be like, shit, nigga, I got a busting net laid on, man. Fuck this shit, nigga. I got down. I get the police information that they ask me. You snitching ass niggas. Nah, I'm just joking, man. They ain't, they ain't nothing like that. But um, I I wouldn't do that shit. I feel like that was crazy as fuck on his on that man's behalf. I wish I knew his name. 
I don't I don't even think it happened in America. I think this shit happened in some foreign country, but I know this shit was crazy as fuck. Like this nigga real life faked his whole death, man. Like, yeah. I wonder um, well of course since he faked his death and certain people in the family were aware of it. Of course the insurance company ain't getting no insurance money off of that, but you know, I just wonder how would this what would the insurance company say? If he had insurance, life insurance. If they filed a claim, somebody going to jail. Yeah, that's that's fraud. Yeah, that's fraud. But I, I'm assuming if it was planned and some people know, then he probably got money. I, I doubt they got the life insurance involved because he know he going to jail. I hope he, I hope he didn't buy no casket on no credit card. No, he probably did in the cash. We don't know what type of money these folks got. Yeah, I would have bought a damn urn for thousand dollars and said, "Yeah, this nigga, we burnt this ass up. He in this damn urn, right <laughs> and we'd have had some damn some old charcoal. <laughs> <laughs> I would have burned some charcoal like I'm cooking together a grill or something. It would let that damn charcoal just die, out, just burn up, and I would have scooped this shit up and throwed it off in that urn and told the family, "Yeah, this the nigga right here, y'all." Have you ever seen ashes? Yeah, they clunky as fuck. Like of a person. Yeah, they clunky as fuck. I know they don't look like charcoal ashes, but I've never seen them. I'm asking you. Oh yeah, they chunky. Like they ain't just like they like you know like how we think of like a cigarette ashes or anything. Like I said, like charcoal ashes. Now this shit be kind of clunky a little bit. What color is it? It still be gray, but just be like a little chunky. Like you, you be like, oh, this is. This is bone. No, um, I've never seen. Um, yeah. I don't know. Let's. I don't, don't want to talk about death. Um, new music time. New music time. Uh, anytime there's some new music to come out, either one of us uh, really like. We're gonna hit y'all with a uh, new music time. So get used to it because it's new music time. Uh, the new music that dropped. Uh, it's Killer Mike. Killer Mike dropped a phenomenal album called Michael. Um, a lot of times, I'll if an album has uh, less than two skips or two skips or less, I'll say it's a classic. If an album has no skips at all, I'll say it's a masterpiece. This album to me is a masterpiece. It has no skips at all. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna have to say in your opinion because you know you have people that are listening to it and say I skipped. Yeah, but that was, you know, yeah, in my opinion, it's a it's a masterpiece. Um I've been a fan of Killer Mike ever since um, I heard him on um that song with Outcast, the whole world. Um for y'all that are not musically inclined, it's a cause the whole world loves it when you're in the news. Wah, 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 wah. You know you told me that Killer Mike was on that song and it didn't hit me. Because I know exactly what song you're talking about. And now that you just said that, I can clearly hear Killer Mike's voice in my head. I mean, verse in my head. But mm-hmm. again, at that time, I... It wasn't registering to you who he was. I mean, yeah. Because I'm going to be honest with you. When I go back and listen to Killer Mike, um, like, for example, the only song I knew for a fact it was him on, which I told you was to Trina look back at me. But Killer Mike don't sound the same. Like when you go listen to him on "Look Back at Me" with Trina, he don't sound like Killer Mike on Michael. And maybe it's the years, maybe it's the flows. I have to go back and listen, but um, he he don't sound the same on features as he do by itself. But in my personal opinion, yeah. This album, like I said to me, is um one of the best albums of the year. Um I hope that it actually goes number one because uh for some strange reason for the first time in thirty years, no hip hop album or a song has reached number one on the Billboard one hundred. So uh hopefully we can change that. But um it did reach number one on Apple. But uh what are some of your favorite songs off of this album, babe? So I got um three that I that I really love. Like I had told you 
the other morning. Um, I, I will go to these three whenever I turn the album on. And the first one is the first, very first song on the album, which is Down by Law. Um, and I don't know why I'm like this, but whenever I'm drawn to a song, I'll let it ride for a little while. But eventually, if I don't just pick up on the lyrics myself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and see what they actually saying to make sure I can see it for sure to see why the song resonate with me so much. Is it that I relate to it? Like, do, what is it? Um, and down by law, you know, for one, I just think it's a dope ass beat. But if I'm just being completely honest, I don't listen to the full album throughout. And I think all the songs got a dope ass beat. But um, I was looking through the lyrics just now because like i said i didn't heard it but it, it's a few things that stand out um and i guess the main thing is is when he first started off you know in that first verse when he says the snakes in your circle and them bitches hissing my nigga um that that stood out to me because me and jack was just talking well me and jack and i talked a lot about this in particular topic over the years we've been friends for a while now um and jack has said to me a few times like you know friend sometimes you give people too many chances like you be seeing and you be knowing that they're a snake but you will still be giving them chances like you'll still try to you'll still try to see the better in people even though you've been shown like hey this is a snake um so that stood out to me because that's basically the same thing killer mike saying like you know it's snakes in your circle because they hissing they're not hissing quietly um and also what stood out to me in that song was which is the very next thing that he spoke on um he was like you know my niggas don't listen one thing I hate about my niggas, so I just pray. Niggas is hard. Niggas done gave up on God, or maybe God gave up on us. Um, I I felt that, you know, that, that hit with me because I be feeling like that. And today kind of changed my, my outlook on that. But before today, I won't get into that. Um, I felt that with my whole soul because sometimes I be feeling like I be trying to warn or just sharing stuff, not preaching to nobody because for one, I'm not a preacher and I don't need nobody preaching to me. So I don't come off trying to preach to people. But at the end of the day, it is experiences I've had with God and I know God real. Um, we can debate or we can go back and forth about it. But it's like I be trying to warn people or tell them stuff that I know for a fact because I've experienced it. Um, and that can be frustrating, you know, when you're trying to warn or tell somebody something and it's like they're looking at you like you got two heads or something like that. But it's like, nigga, this is your livelihood. Like, I, I'm telling you something to help you, you know, I ain't gonna tell you nothing wrong. Um, but yeah, that was that. Um, I also like run. Uh, Run had Dave Chappelle on the intro of that and basically what I like about Run and I understand Killer Mike and Dave Chappelle they mainly were talking about being black in America basically um, from their standpoint probably about being a black man in America but what uh, Dave Chappelle said on that intro which I done kind of flipped it and made it mean what I wanted to mean, which is what we all do with music. You you have songs that you like, but you fit them to your own life. And he said, um, Mike, the one thing about being a nigga in America is like storming the beach in Normandy. Guys get popped. Another guy goes. Another guy falls. Just got to keep going. Got to keep storming that beach. Nigga, you got to keep running. Ain't no rhyme or reason why it's not you on the ground. But as long as it's not, better keep your feet underneath you. Keep on moving. Ain't no time to be scared. And even if you are, what the fuck difference does it make? Run, nigga. Keep going. And that's real. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a whole motivational speech for the year. Pep talk. Yeah, like... Keep going. What what are you stopping for? And you can literally apply it to everything in your life. 
You feel like you're going through hell? Alright, keep going. Why are you going to stop? Uh, you having issues in your marriage or relationship? Oh, okay, keep going. You're not going to stop in the middle. You're struggling at work? Alright, keep going. At the end of the day, keep going. Keep striving. Keep progressing. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Like I don't know who that's for, and I don't even know why I just felt so strongly on that, but keep going. Why are you going to give up? Because eventually... Some good gonna come. It's not gonna rain all the time. It's not gonna be hell all the time. So, um, I I love that song, and I also like slumber. Um, some people may hear slumber, and it's sad to them. But if I'm keeping it a book with y'all, I have no. <laughs> there isn't anything I done heard on slumber that made me love it besides the beat. I know what he's saying as far as the words, but. I, I don't have any special connection to break down to y'all like I did with Run and um, Down by Law, but I do think it's a great album. Um, I may not love it as much as Zimmer love it, but I, I do think it's a great album and thumbs up to Killer Mike for this one because I don't even, Killer Mike is not somebody I'm just going to pull up, but for whatever reason, I did pull up Michael on my own, like, my husband ain't came and told me, hey, babe, go listen to this. I just turned it on. She ain't lying. Uh, some of my favorite songs on here is uh, Run. I like Run. I like Enrich because uh, I feel like the Enrich is uh, almost like a, like a, it could have been like the uh, Juneteenth anthem. Because if you just listen to it, it's almost like a like a black liberation type of song. Like it's like a feel good to be black type shit, you know. It make you it make you happy. It make you wanna be, you know, it make you wanna be black. It make you proud to be black. It make you happy to be black, you know. That's what that's the that's one of the reasons why I really do like Enrich. Um I like talking that shit because, you know, it's just that braggadocious type rap. You know, I love that braggadocious shit. You know, just a nigga popping this shit. You know what I'm saying? Just, just talking this shit. You know what I'm saying? I love this shit. I don't know. I always had love that type of rap. Um, I like Slumber too. You know, um, scientists and engineers. I love that. I love that for two reasons. I love that for one reason. Uh, it gave us a new Andre 3000 verse and, you know, we only get them every, excuse me, we only get those every so often. But um, another reason why I love it so much is because Killer Mike ain't let Andre outrap his ass. Like, yeah, Dre, he, I mean, uh, Killer Mike might have might have spit a few more bars than what Andre did, but he didn't let Andre outrap his ass, and I appreciate that. In future, he came in, he blessed it, he did what he do. And uh, the lady, uh, Aaron Allen, Shit, man, I don't want to mess up her name. Let me see what her name really is. It's Erin Allen Kane. Yeah, Erin Allen Kane. She really is a phenomenal singer. She do her thing on the... Um, I like Spaceship Views, too. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, you know, it's just on some, some more braggadocious type shit. Um, something for Junkies. I love that. Um, you know, just because it show you the... the Society, like you know, you got so many songs about niggas being in the trap, making money, and blah, blah, blah. But ain't nobody ever really just made a song for the junk or something for junk or something for something for user and substance abusers, you know. I really do fuck with that. Um, I like that. Don't let the devil because uh, it just bring LP on it, you know. I fuck with that. I like him and LP together. Speaking of uh, Killer Mike and LP together, if you ain't ever uh, went and checked out any of the Run the Jewels album, I think it's four of them. Go check them out. They're pretty fucking dope. LP, that's the other part of Run the Jewels? Yeah, that's the white boy Run the Jewels. Like, uh, matter of fact, on Enrich, Killer Mike says, uh, let me see if I can pull up this exact lyric. No, I can't, but Killer Mike say, uh, I know you love me running the jewels, but this my nigga flow. <laughs> That's what, the, like I said, you know, the enrich is like a black liberation type shit. You know, it's like it could have been that Juneteenth anthem. 
You know what else I like about Killer Mike though, and and I I have to give him his props for that. And it's not even just Killer Mike. I've noticed this about me in general. What's that? If I can listen to your album and get educated, or it make me want to go look somebody up, like I like I, I I'm sorry. I got to give y'all a example of what I'm what I'm talking about when I say that. Um. Like in um Down by Law, um uh, oh I'm glad they didn't do that because they would have deleted our whole shit. <laughs> but anyway, um in Down by Law when he was talking, now I know who Coretta Scott is, but he says, um oh my god, oh, okay. So when he got to talking about his wife, well, he didn't say his wife. He just said his bitch. But we know he, he the Killer Mike would be referring to his wife. He ain't talking about no random female. No. Um, and he says, um, oh, here it is. He was like thick, thick with her ass. She and some Betty Shabazz, pretty as Coretta Scott. Um, all that I got, she got the face of a model. She got the heart of a soda. Um, she from the gutter, my nigga. Wife and mother, my nigga. Winnie Mandela, my nigga. Um, Free Leonard. I guess that's Pelletier. You know, it, it's certain names he done dropped in the song, and I don't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. So that's educating me because I'm the type of person, if I'm going to be singing along to something, and especially if I'm going to call myself quoting it, because, you know, I quote something on social media in a minute. I need to know who I'm Quoting referring him. myself to. I need to know who I'm saying I'm right. You know, like I said, I know Coretta Scott. Okay, I can say prettiest Coretta Scott. I know who that is. I know what Coretta looked like. But it's a few names, a few women in there he dropped. I don't know who that is. You don't know who so, Asada Shakur is? Huh? You don't know who Asada Shakur is? That's Tupac Mama. No. That's that ain't Tupac Mama? The Feeny is Tupac. Well, who is Asada? Asada is Tupac's aunt. She went to jail for killing this uh, police officer back in the day. But um, really, it was her husband, if I'm not mistaken. He had killed the police officer back in the day. But, you know, they crime of one, crime of Oh, one. I remember seeing that on the documentary. Yeah, and she had um, fled to Cuba. And she been down to Cuba ever since. And that's why people said that Tupac is in Cuba. Because oh, well. in Cuba with her. Yeah, but, you know, stuff like that, it, it makes you a person like me. Let me just speak for me. Let me not speak for everybody. But stuff like that, it makes me want to go research. Like, I, I like when I hear, I guess, grown men speaking grown men stuff. Because, for example, which is an album that Charlemagne the guy and I think you compared this album to, and I ain't even think about it in that way. But 444 is my favorite Jay-Z album. And a lot of Jay-Z fans will probably disagree because I know a lot of people thought 444 was weak. But I feel like if you felt like that, you just ain't on your grown man shit. Jay-Z was talking grown man shit. He wasn't talking no BS. He was talking about real stuff mm-hmm. outside of hustling and all of that. Yeah, I get that's a part of life, too. But life is not just about that. Eventually, you got to grow up and think about other things besides that. So, um. That's yeah. true. I, I understand what you're saying, but I think we talked about this one time before. But that's like, um, think about it like this: Would you play Lil John when you want to fuck? Nah, I wouldn't. Would you play? Um, would you play Drake when you want to go to the gym? I play Migos. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you go to certain people for certain things, right? So you know, certain people go to Jay Z because they want to hear. They want to hear that talk that Jay Z do. But we have yeah, talked about this before. Jay, Jay told you, you want to hear the old shit by my old album. Oh well, see, you trying to beat me to it, but I wasn't even going to say that. But that is a valid point, and Jay done said that before. Stop putting your favorite rappers in a box, because essentially, yeah, I get you're saying people go to certain people for, like for example, we can pull somebody else out the hat, Jeezy. Yeah, and, and people feel like Jeezy. Uh, he's real shaky there with some albums but these men have they not on that same shit no more they not but think about it like this so you gotta go listen to their old shit cause they have evolved from that 
They don't want to talk about that no more. Mm. That's not exciting. They have found things are better in life than that. When Jesus dropped Church in these streets. Niggas and I love that album. Yeah. I didn't even say I love it. There was a couple of songs on there that I fuck with. But it was all right. But when he dropped um, 103, Thug Motivation 103, that shit was crazy. It was all I heard niggas playing. Yeah, this mixtape that he just dropped with drama not too long ago. That shit was pretty decent. And you know what I'm saying? He wasn't really even on, he was on like some grown man shit like that. Like it was on like some adult contemporary type shit. So, you know, I mean adult contemporary trap shit. But at the end of the day, I don't really want to hear Jesus telling me about being this this great man in life and doing all this great shit with my wife. No, I want to hear Jesus talk about Crapping and flipping goddamn bricks. But putting him in a box. He put himself in that box when no. he labeled himself as the snowman. And he dropped all them albums no. about selling dope. No. He put himself in that box. He should have gonna do that. He should have did something like Tip did and how Tip came gave you uh okay um I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna speak on on uh, I'm serious. We're gonna go to trap music. How he was on that bit. He also gave you goddamn uh, aren't you doing my job? He also gave you goddamn, um, look what I got. Look what I got. He was on some braggadocious shit, but he wasn't really just talking about trapping. He also gave you, um, let's get away. You know what I'm saying? Jeezy, I wasn't just talking about straight trapping in every song. Probably majority, but you saying he didn't have any songs where he wasn't talking about trapping? Name a song. Because he always got a song for the ladies, no matter if it's as romantic as you want it or if it's rough. He, I mean, until the puts up, Lord said, Lay down to my trap, got me for a half a zone. Nigga, you talking about leaving the trap right there and up. Yeah, he's mentioning it, but that wasn't his main thing, but it don't change the fact. And I was just going to say, that's why it's important. For these artists do for these artists to go out and make sure y'all want more than just us as your fans. Because niggas is gonna put you in a box. They're not gonna let you grow. They're not gonna let you be free. And that ain't right. Because at the end of the day, you don't want nobody to put you in a box. Eventually you will get tired of talking about the same stuff over and over and over. I know they that's just like a regular nine to five job. You get tired of going doing the same stuff over and over and why, over and over again. This is their job at the end of the day. But that's why you have rappers doing shit like what Cameron and Mace doing. The motherfuckers ain't even rapping no more. They, they don't want to do that. He, they may still want to rap and just rap about different things. And so you should respect that. I should, but that don't mean I got to like it. Well, you don't, but that that's what it is. I respect it. And I don't think anything is wrong with it. I, I appreciate the Trap Jeezy and some songs I like, you know, from then. But I also can appreciate the grown man Jeezy. The health conscious, what you, is it conscious? <laughs> the health, the self-aware, the health-aware Jeezy. I just change it because I can't say that word. Like, I, I appreciate that. Appreciate the growth. You should want to grow. I appreciate the growth of Jesus. You know, I don't want to be stagnant, but at the end of the day, you don't even know. trap no more. So why you want to hear that all the time? Because it, it don't make sense. Why do you want to constantly put yourself in a in a mindset of somewhere that you came from? Because you keep listening to it, eventually you're gonna go back. I'm just using an example, not necessarily you, yeah. but I'm just saying, if you gotten past that phase, why would you want to continue every now and then? Okay, but I don't always want to go back there, and I've gotten out of that. Like, as we've seen, every now and then, ZZ done drop some albums for the trappers for the stuff that y'all want to hear he know what y'all want to hear he just don't want to talk about it he don't let y'all know i can go back to that anytime i get ready that's what he just did i can go back to that anytime i get ready but i don't want to but damn it we want you to jesus well he ain't got to he really ain't got to make another album no more if he don't want to and he's still gonna make money he really don't he ain't gotta drop another album at this point so make money i mean because shit that's like we were saying you know uh after these rappers they've they've catapulted their career to a point where 
they can uh, dip off another endeavors. They ain't just got to make all their money off rap. Like, um, I forgot who the fuck it was. It was some rapper was saying that they make their least money off of rap. And the only time that, it might have been Bootsy. Bootsy was like, he make the least amount of his money off rap. And the only time when he really making any money off rap music is when he go perform at a show. Which makes sense. Well, yeah, I've been knowing that. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's just for rappers because... I don't know. Oh no, she didn't say it in the interview because we all know Beyonce don't do no interviews. Nah. Um, she's even said this in a song about somebody asking something, and she was like, "Nah, I, I rather I'm torn. You know, I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm torn. Mm. That's where they make their money at." <laughs> yeah. Unless you got a fucked up three sixty deal, and you you label getting some of that money too. Mm-hmm. But, Speaking of fucked up deals, y'all think about these motherfuckers in this goddamn uh, submarine trying to go down to see the Titanic, and they done. Then it's ironic that the submarine is called the Titan. <laughs> so I they, feel like they should stay there. They in the Titan going to see the Titanic. So but they in a miniature Titanic. But that also ties back to the jobs being a scam and jobs being full of it because in. I don't have the names, but I was looking at um, the post yesterday, and it was saying how, oh, my God. Back in 2019, it got hit. No, it was 2018, but it's two employees that have already told um, this company, the, the people that, well, the people are on the sub, whatever, the Titan, you said it's called? Yeah, it's called the Titan. Um, Two employees have previously brought to their attention that that sub wasn't fit to go to those depths like it, it wasn't capable of it and that it was a danger for it to be done and they fired the man and this man that they fired he was head of safety like he was responsible for keeping the crew the staff you know and any i guess visitors whatever you want to call them he was responsible for keeping them safe and they fired him and i guess he had he let it be known to somebody else, like, hey, this is not safe. Or then they tried to sue him for releasing um, private information, mm -hmm. uh, information he wasn't supposed to release. So he went back and he sued them for um, wrongful termination. Because you're terminating me because I'm telling you, this is not safe for people to be in. But y'all just care more about that money. But that goes back to why do y'all want to go see a bunch of dead people anyway? Why do you want to go down there to see a wrecked uh, ship? And let's be honest, how do we even know that that's the real Titanic down there? You don't know what you going down there to see. You don't know. You just know it's a fucking ship. That's it. And you can see the front bow of it and say, oh, that's where they was at on the, on the movie Titanic when the motherfucker was, just hold your hands out. You feel like you're flying. So now you done paid all that money and you still go meet them. You paid all that money for a fucking funeral. Everybody paid a quarter million dollars for a fucking funeral. A quarter million. But you know what? I ain't going to say that because at, at the end of the day, people making memes and making jokes about it. But in all seriousness, I don't know them people. But I wouldn't want my family to go out like that. So I pray just be honest. that our people wouldn't go out like that. Well, babe, you don't know that. So I'm just going to say, you know, I, I pray that everything work out. But, I mean, it ain't looking good. And if it don't work out, that still brings me to the question, what were you going to see? What bragging rights? Or did you just want to flex about how much money you got? But that's dangerous. No, nah, they wanted to be able to say, yeah, I went down to see the Titanic. For what? Talk, you didn't see nothing. And now you down there fighting for your life. The talk shit with your buddies at the, at the golf course. I'm like, Who yeah, gives yeah, a damn I about that? To, I just went to go see the Titanic last week, nigga. What you did? Exactly. You want to brag? You're being yeah. prideful, yeah, you and, and, and we all know. Ain't that the plan? brag about shit? No, I'm not gonna sit here and believe that. Every billionaire do not let their money go to their head. I don't believe that. We just don't know about them because they don't let their money go to their head. So they're not out here being braggadocious. Because that goes back to like I said earlier. You can blink your eye and your money can be gone. Just saying. You might have to blink a couple times for a couple billion to be gone. Keep thinking that. Ask Kanye. 
Well, I think they said that he is a billionaire now because something done went with Adidas, but you're not getting the point. I'm not saying it's a clown him. I'm, I'm not even that type of person that's going to clown saying, a yeah. black man. You're saying like, yeah, I'm you, saying you can wink your eye and God can make anything be gone. So I need people to humble themselves and stop acting like they better than people because of a piece of fucking paper. That at any given moment it can lose value. Yeah, that's true. Especially with the way the world going. So that gets on my nerves. But materialistic people get on my nerves anyway. That ain't just with cash. I hate people that think they hot shit because of a type of house that they live in or the type of car that they drive. All of that is materialistic and it's stuff that can be gone in in a second. But um, I don't think I would have been trying to go see no. Titanic. I, I just, I, I still don't understand the purpose. I, I get that myself. Yeah, I, I get the the bragging. Well, I don't really get that, but I understand what you're saying. They may just wanted to brag. That may be something for them to talk about or show off, you know. But now, is that worth it? Yeah, I mean, because to everybody that can swim, if you done went to the deep end of a pool and um, you went down and you know you was in the deep end and you actually tried to go down, you could feel that pressure. And you know, like for instance, I'm speaking, um, I remember back at the YMCA, um, I used to go swimming every summer, me and JP we would go to the pool just about every day. And um, that pool, it got down about, if I'm not mistaken, about eight feet deep. And um, I remember one day I went pretty much eight feet deep because I remember my feet touching the bottom. So, yeah, I was eight feet deep in the water. And I felt an immense amount of pressure on my head. And it was like, what the fuck is going on? I just had to hurt. I went up and went up to the surface and I didn't feel that pressure no more. I remember I told the light bulb, like, man, I felt like pressure on my head when I was at the bottom. And I thought it was just because I had a big ass head. He was like, nah, <laughs> uh, when you go deep in water, you'll feel the pressure, like it's pressurized. And I'm like, oh, I bet. So these motherfuckers in a submarine that ain't been regulated to go 12, first of all, I don't know if y'all know, but this uh, Titanic is 12,500 feet at the bottom of the ocean. That's the, that's the ocean flow, 12,500 fucking feet. These motherfuckers thought that this little pill that they had designed that wasn't capable of going this damn far could make it 12,500 feet and still be in top not shape and without any damage. I don't think motherfuckers understand how much pressure would be put on that goddamn pill that these mm -hmm. folks was in. Because they already had said that the shit wasn't uh, regulated to go that far down. They had already said that this shit wasn't safe. Motherfucker was signing the waivers. And I think they said it they said it a few different times in the paperwork that this has not been regulated. This is an experiment. You can die. These motherfuckers are in something that is bolted down from the outside. They can't even get out of it from the inside. They got to go up top and have somebody to unbolt their ass. So even if some shit was to happen to well, uh, they they fucked pretty much. They fucked. And I'm talking about like fucked after your girl and got a wax. Fucked like your girl fresh off a period. They fucked. There's some goddamn some some sea lions and shit down there playing with them by now. I don't even know if sea lions can go that far here. They said that a a, a giant squid can only go they say the, the maximum known death of a giant squid i think it's like two thousand feet and a sperm whale is three thousand feet and like i said these motherfuckers were trying to go down to uh 2500 feet so i mean just think about that man put that shit into a perspective and think about how far down you really had to fucking go to get to the bottom of the ocean to see this ragged ass titanic boat all right yeah so like i said a giant squid it has a maximum known depth of three thousand feet a sperm whale has a maximum depth of four thousand feet 
these motherfuckers trying to go 12,500 feet in a fucking pill and think that shit was going to make it. These mm-hmm. folks is crazy as fuck, man. Ain't no way in the hell. I wouldn't have signed up for this shit. Quarter million dollars. Shit, you think I'm finna pay your quarter million dollars to go see a fucking rest ass boat? Mm-mm. They paid a quarter million dollars to have a funeral, to have a to have a, a huge casket with each other. Cause and then they ain't have no food, they ain't have no water. I think it was a bathroom on deck, but it was all men. That was a fucked up situation because you're down there. Damn, they were controlling this motherfucker with a goddamn PlayStation controller. And I'm talking about a PlayStation 1. It wasn't even a PlayStation 1. It was a bullshit-ass controller. I'm talking about some, a bullshit-ass Logitech controller that you can get off Amazon for 30 fucking dollars. And you mean to tell me that these folks is controlling this shit with it? And you and, and the people that's inside the damn submarine, they don't even have control over it. It's the people that was up on the mothership that had control over it because the submarine came off of this mothership. And somebody was up there was supposed to have control over it. And an hour and 45 minutes until them descending down these 12,500 12, feet, they lost all control, all uh, contact with the mothership. So at that point... They don't know what the fuck happened to the damn submarine. I don't know if it kept going straight down, if it went left, right. They don't know. So they had some helicopters looking on the surface because they was hoping that once they lost contact, that the submarine would automatically just float up to the top and someone would find them like that. They ain't found them. Um, I heard that um, they heard like some knocking noise in the water and they was hoping to find them. Like with that knocking noise, but I haven't heard anything else since then. One thing that I can't tell you is this some rich people shit. And this will be the first time in my life that I say I'm glad I ain't rich. Because if I was. I, you wouldn't be going to look at no Titanic. Not to look at the Titanic. I'm going to say I, I'm not going to say. I might, I might try to go. I wouldn't even go uh, a thousand feet deep in the fucking water. I might go a hundred feet deep. You know, I ain't going at all. You're not voting me. You're not voting me. I'm going 100 feet deep just because, you know, I, I know it's 100 feet deep. But I also know that this ocean is shit. Like I just said, 12,000 feet deep. In some parts, it's deeper than that. Like people don't even realize, man, that the ocean only been explored, been, has been explored for 18% of the fucking ocean. If I'm not mistaken, this planet is covered 70% by water. So you mean to tell me that we only done discover 18% or something that is 70% of this fucking earth? Y'all make me hang it? Nah, I'm good. I don't even want to go that far in the water. Like, hell, y'all know we black folk. When we go to the beach, we don't even go that deep out in the water at the beach. Shit, if the water hit our knees, all right, that's deep enough for me. I don't need to go no deeper. Fuck around and get bit by a shark. Same thing, ain't got time. I got to go to work Monday, which is a scam. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, this shit crazy about the submarine. No, uh, all jokes aside, man, y'all y'all keep them folks in y'all prayer, man. Keep their family in their prayer. But hell, one of the damn boys, uh, one of the motherfuckers that's in the submarine, his stepson went to a Blink-82 concert. And we're talking about some. I know my family would like for me to be here at this time of uh, this time of need because music helps calm me down. I said, "Boy, you ain't shit." It's his stepdaddy. Step- I would have went. Nah, man, I don't know. I might with that. Why am I sitting around feeling me depressed and my stepdaddy chose to go do that? I'm gonna sit around. I'm not saying home. I'm not gonna pray for him or whatever, but. That's probably the best thing he need to do. He don't need to sit and waddle and be down and sad and about the unknown. Because let's let's be honest, it's the unknown, and you don't know how long it's gonna be if them people return or not. So what he gonna put his life on hold for? It depends on if he had a good relationship with his stepdad. No, it don't. If he had a good relationship with his stepdad, then yeah, he should have been. No, it don't. Cause even if you have a good relationship with your stepdaddy, it don't change the fact you gonna sit there and be miserable. I mean, you should sit there with your mama if that's your stepdaddy. Obviously, she still he still with your mama. What if his mama told him to go? But it's different. 
But, so we don't know all the facts, but yeah, we don't. But I, I don't. I don't. Probably, <laughs> in that situation, I would have went off. Uh, I don't know, man. It it fares. Yeah, because you you trying to keep hope alive, so man. that may be in. And like he said, music helps him. That's his release. At the end of the day, you still got to take care of you. That nigga lying, man. That motherfucker paid goddamn $400 for them tickets and said, I ain't finna win my $400 because I still didn't want to be a goddamn Jacusto ass nigga. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See, y'all motherfuckers that don't know who Jacusto is, y'all might be too young. Jacusto used to be this Nigga, I don't know who that is. Yeah, you too young, man. Jacusto used to be this motherfucker that uh, used to be the scuba diver. He used to go uh, dive and dip for shit. You know, just. He was a scuba dog, baby. Hmm. Well, all right, y'all. Thank y'all for kicking it with us. We're going to holler at y'all Sunday. Yeah. Oh, real quick, uh, let me tell y'all something, man. Uh, Jacques Cousteau, he was a French naval officer, OSHA, a filmmaker and an author. You know, um, he used to love the ocean and shit. He was an oceanographer. I might be pronouncing that wrong. Sorry, country, y'all. But uh, the motherfucker used to love to take pictures of the water and be in the water and shit like that. He co-invented the first successful aqualung open circuit scuba uh, breathing apparatus. So like I said, it was a scuba diver, you know. Y'all need to check him out if y'all don't know. But them motherfuckers thought that they were going to try to be the Ned Jacusto. Now look at him. Looking crazy. Yeah, hope they ask that. Hell, shit, they might not have no more oxygen. I hope they are, right, man. Not shit. They, they finna kick the bucket or kick the pill, I should say. <laughs> yeah, we out of here, though, y'all, man. It's been another episode of Vibing with Mr. and Mrs. H. Appreciate y'all vibing with us, man. Hope y'all have a wonderful day. Hope y'all make y'all some money today. This is Zuma. That's QB. We out.